0: And so it is. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Shambhra, time for questions and answers. I had um, a lengthy part of discussion left, but um, we see that there are many, many, many questions today, so I'll save it for next time. One word of um, suggestion that I have. As I mentioned, next year will be such, or this year will be such, the opportunity year for each and every one of you. That is why I said at the beginning of this shout, leave behind something that doesn't serve you, that anchor, that ball and chain. Leave it behind so you can discover the opportunity. Who knows? Perhaps singing lessons for Shambra. <laughs> <laughs> So with that, let us begin the questions on this day.
1: Okay, I'm reading this question because I just couldn't make head or tails of it, so I'm going to leave it up to you. Tobias, what about AIDS and contraception? Aren't condoms needless in the new energy?
0: (laughs) Hmm. Hmm. (laughs) Funny thing, Sam was asking me about that also. I'm very curious about this. Um, <laughs> AIDS, this AIDS epidemic is the result of a sexual energy imbalance that we talk about in the, what you call the SES school. Imbalances bring up diseases which manifest in things like AIDS. Now, if you are truly integrated, you're not going to be attracted to somebody who uh, is an AIDS carrier, and therefore you won't need the protection of a condom. But take a look at yourself. Are you balanced? Are you whole? Are you in love with yourself first? Or are you just using sex as a way of some pleasure – nothing wrong with that – or using sex as a way of energetically feeding off of another? The choice is ultimately yours, but in theory, absolutely. There's no need for condoms when you are You're not going to attract that type of partner when you're in a place of balance yourself. Thank you.
2: Okay. I'm not sure I like that. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Tobias. My question is about abundance, and there are two parts to it. The first part is about an investment that I do with some Chamber friends, Mm -hmm. and things have changed over the last few months. Um, The investment part is not flowing in as it was, And there seems to be a lot of confusion and chaos and unpredictability. And then the second part...
0: Let's address this first. Uh, And and you bring up a good point, not just in your own personal circumstance, but Chamber all around the world have been wondering about their investments. Uh, There's a new energy type of investment. That's where you put something out where where you feel good about, where you feel um, that it's... uh, uh, that it has uh, genuine qualities uh, that that connect with you. And you put it out there. Investments in the new energy are, are funny because they don't always come back to you from the very place you put them. Mm. So it is, about, it is about that flow. It is about your intent. And uh, this investment that you made and that you absolutely lost from where you made it, and don't even count on it coming back, from the source you put it into. It comes out of a different slot somewhere else, and it has the potential to come back much grander, potentially. If you let go of that fear of beating yourself up, what the hell did you do with that investment and becoming a victim once again? So let that investment go. You put energy out. It doesn't have to come back through the same portal that you put it into, you see watch how abundance comes from very interesting and um, unknown sources.
2: So where and is that And that is, that is for
0: <laughs> all of you, dear Chambra. all of you. If you think that you're going to put money investments into a specific place and get a specific return, you're actually not working with new energy.
2: Um, so to be clear, you're saying that we lost our money? <laughs>
0: Um, how much more clear do we have to get? <laughs>
2: and, and where will it be coming back from? <laughs> well, right now,
0: right now it's not coming back because you're still holding on to it. Uh, when I mentioned before leaving something at the, here when you walk out, okay. that would be an excellent one for you to leave here, a hard one, because it was your life, but it was also your old energy life. So leave that one behind. It's long gone. I'll call it, um, made off somewhere else. (laughs) Long gone.
3: And, um,
0: but now, now is where he was a standard. He was a teacher. Can take that deep breath. It's still, it's still out there somewhere. It's floating around, but it won't come back through the same, the same portal. It's out there. Let it free. Let it so free that it can, like a hot air balloon, that it can float off and find a higher level, find a, a, a more abundant, expanded level, and then come back to you. Now, if you expect, if you have expectations of a time and a place and an amount, you're just back in the old game again. Let it, let it go. Energy is energy. It is out there. It is yours. It is your. It is your heart. It is your soul. It is your hard work. Let it go. And watch how it comes back in such beautiful ways. Where people, Shaumbra in particular, get into the trap is thinking that it has to have a specific outcome or worrying about it on a daily basis. Therefore, it cannot move through the uh, the um, ethereal system and it cannot then move through the financial system to come back to you, you see. It's out there. Let it go.
2: Okay. <laughs> um, that leads me to my second Part of abundance. Um, I've chosen to leave my job with a large severance package, and because it's just uh, it's clear that I need to go, and so I don't know how to make that leap out. I'm sure you
0: do. Close your eyes and just (laughs) do it.
2: Okay, (laughs) with with ease and Um, with you know some sort of money to be there, and I was hoping that the investment money would be there to support us.
0: Silly, silly (laughs) human, as (laughs) Katumi would say. You want to ride that red carpet uh, of your of your investment, uh, and the new energy doesn't work that way. Uh, by the way, we're not we're not singling yeah. you out. You represent most of Chambre here. You're saying I have the security in an old energy job, which you know you're not happy with. It's causing you other. Issues. Mm-hmm. So you say, but before I take the leap, I want to know how deep the chasm is, how far it is to the other side, and what awaits me on the other side. Well, right. that's no fun. <laughs> <laughs> but it's scary
2: to take that, that jump.
0: I want you to look at these two here in the front row, Andra and An. I want you to look at Caldra and Linda, and I want you to look at many others who sit in this room who have made that leap – sometimes with a lot of struggling and screaming, but they've made that leap – and they will tell you from their own experience that it was frightening, it was exhilarating, it was all or nothing. But it's so liberating. And how long have I told you – we talk so often – how long have I said, In the new energy, sooner or later you have to leave that job of working for somebody else, working for the man, nine to five, or whatever the songs are. How? (laughs) Now, we're not saying you have to go now to any of but sooner or later you have to get out of that old energy and find your own way. So the chasm could be a mile across. The chasm could be a half a meter across we don't know we don't we don't really care actually
2: <laughs> i do because you see
0: <laughs> you have wings you just forgot about it you can soar you don't have to just try to walk or make a human leap you can soar so take a deep breath and with the rest of shamba all around the world spread your wings let them open up your Metaphorical wings. Your spiritual wings. The wings that, that bring you to new places. The wings, like the wings of the bird I was talking about before. Not worrying about where, the, how many worms are in the earth at what specific location. Just knowing that they're going to be there. So spread those wings out. Keep breathing.
2: Thank you.
1: <laughs>
0: thank you. And thank you for speaking on behalf of all, Shambhav.
1: I myself have been a vegetarian for over ten years and I've been longing to hear something about this from you. I know we're all going to go vegetarian in the end, so why are you shying away from this issue? (laughs) I think it's time to say something about these things. And what about animal rights?
0: (laughs) Now, ah, yes indeed. Sam enjoys many a good steak and hamburgers and unfortunately pork. I'm trying to talk him out of, but … it's a Jewish joke. <laughs> so, I know St. Germain was going to talk much more about this when he comes in uh, after July. He's more, um, how do say, diet-oriented than I am. Uh, and, of course, he's in better shape than I am, but uh, let me say here that the every animal on earth is here in service, is here in service. The angelic slash human kingdom is, is the grandest. Every animal, a chicken, every every cow, every dog, a deer, every. <laughs> Every animal is here in service one way or the other. They give of themselves to feed Earth, and right now it is the way that protein is supplied on Earth. It will change, indeed, but it's not a religious or a spiritual thing. The body will will change how it brings in and utilizes proteins and nutrition and other things. But it doesn't mean that you have to convict yourself to a life of being vegetarian. There are times literally when your body does need that meat, not not every day and not in huge portions, but it does because uh, the of the uh, genetic coding that 's in it right now. simply ask your body what does it want if there 's days it's going to feel like going lighter or nothing but water there's other days where it 's going to need or want um, meat of some sort. Indeed, you were correct in saying that sooner or later the enlightened humans move away from meat because they don't need that heaviness. But it's not about because of the poor animals. Honor the animal, whether it is while it is uh, in growth, while it is in slaughter, or while it is on the plate in front of you. Honor it. That is the transmutation of energy of what you call the cruelty. Uh, humans are going to become more aware of the raising and the production and the honoring of. Livestock and plants, by the way, you, you, your list here—you didn't hear you any, see anything about those poor heads of lettuce
4: <laughs>
0: and the bean sprouts, because it is not that much different than the animals. <laughs> it is about the human honoring them. So, we thank you for your question. Bean
1: sprouts—they
0: <laughs> 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 all have consciousness, indeed, and I, I, I do not say that jokingly. Honor the food that you put into you and you find uh, your own biology changes what it needs. And there'll come a point, absolutely, question being asked, will I be able to drink just water um, and breathe air? Absolutely, but um, don't force it. It will happen naturally. Thank you. Well, Tobias, you dare ask a question. <laughs> you dare talk to my wife like that. <laughs> I'm, <laughs>
1: I'm amazed that I'm actually still standing Me after too. that shocker. Um,
0: I don't really have a question like it's kind of been wiped. Um, what do I need to know for 2009? And for yourself um, Watch Uh, it, he's Um, touching. How honest do you want us to be? Very. Oh. You
4: sure? (laughs) You know, they
0: always say that and they always hate us later. (laughs) We're jesting with you, of course. Uh, Important. Very one word leadership. Leadership. For yourself first. Uh, lead yourself. It sounds strange, but humans don't uh, generally lead themselves. But for you here, you're in a you're in a kind of um interesting. I don't want to say conflict, but you have about five different dynamics going on around you, and there's no leader uh, to make the choices and, and to lead the energy. Um, these are all within you, of course, not not external. Leadership within yourself. Then uh, more leadership within your family, and. Uh, it's time to step out, even with chambre and, and be the leader that you know you are, but you're holding back on it. Every time you feel that calling, you, you put on the brakes, you, you, you actually go into hiding. You know, I know, because we talk, that you are a natural leader, but you suppress it. And that suppression is causing you anxiety, and the anxiety is causing you to do things like stupid investments. Which comes, <laughs> which comes back later in a new way when you take leadership. So, so there you have it, leadership. Thank you. Thank you. And I was jesting; it wasn't at all a stupid investment because you understood at some point that it's just energy; it just goes out there. It's just it, it is there to come back to you in so many different ways for all of you. If you worry about whether to put your money into um, oil or gold, which I do not recommend, do not recommend, but you put your money into a company that you feel good about, it doesn't have to come back out through that specific company. There are many ways that abundance flows. There are many branches of the river of abundance. Thank you.
1: There seem to be an inordinate number of questions that were sent in relating to people being in relationships with people that they believe they love, but something's changing, they're not sure. How do you know when it's time to leave?
0: Hmm. When you ask a question, (laughs) truly.
1: Not my question.
0: uh, When the the question comes up, and uh, it's not just a mental question anymore, but it's truly a question of your heart. When you say, is it time to leave? You're asking yourself that because it probably is time to leave. The real question is, how do, I, how do I untangle this relationship? How do I do it in the greatest love and honoring? How do I keep from uh, making myself suffer or the other person? The real question is, how do I handle the details? How do I handle the children, the possessions? You've already made a decision in a way. Now you have to de- make the, the movements into untangling it. Relationships were never intended to be internal uh, – or eternal. <laughs> eternal. Relationships were never intended to even have to last a lifetime. Relationships are precious. They're beautiful. But it wasn't, um, it wasn't inflicted on anybody that they should last forever. When you get over your own karmic cycle, Your old relationships based in karma end. It's time to let them go. When you let them go, you meet them again on the path, but without the encumbrances of the old karma. If you keep dragging them along, it's going to take the joy out of your life and the one who you're having a relationship with. Let it go.
2: Hi, Tobias. I'm in a period of transition in my life right now in, in mostly good ways. I just retired. I just finished writing my first book a few months ago and in a couple of weeks I'll be turning 60. So I'm, I feel like this is a, an exciting transitional kind of year. And I wondered if you could give me any advice and, uh, on what's coming up and what I maybe am not focusing on that I should be.
0: You have let so many things go now, you've let yourself free, and that opens up a lot of opportunity. I don't want to try to single out any specific area. It really goes to what your passion is and what you love doing. Um, You love teaching uh, in many different ways. Uh, You love – in the the work, particularly with the younger ones, in the teenage years – you love doing that. What your question really is, is, how do I begin to implement that? How do, I, how do I become that teacher and how do I share? Now, you're doing it through the book, which is a first step. What to do right now is to decide which, uh, which of the options or the opportunities that you want to embark on – and it can be several at one time, it doesn't have to be one – start some action going and watch how the other elements come into play. And particularly with um, – we see such an uh, a, a attraction or a passion towards working with those, particularly the confused uh, teenagers and, and eventually with the, uh, the crystal children coming in. But choose what you want for yourself. And again, know that it's, uh, you've freed yourself from a lot of the old things. You can pretty much do anything you want. Thank you. Thank you.
4: Hi, Tavise. I think this has um, two parts, this question. Um, It's about just putting my creations into action. And I had started a business last year and got a low turnout for people to come to my workshops. And and then I'd feel drained by my clients. So I know that when I think of my creations, I I know there's a fear of having my energies ripped apart by people. And I know that I breathe. Um, I think I've released that. And I... But I just have this incredible laziness. I just do nothing. Mm -hmm. Every day, nothing. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, Uh, I I would like to correct you here, and and all of you. Here you say you have this incredible laziness and you're doing nothing. You are living uh, simultaneously on many different levels. The human self is holding back and and resting, actually, rejuvenating uh, at at different levels. Uh, There are parts of you that are doing incredible work in different realms. Uh, All of you will become more apparent of that this year. You don't have to have the drastic separation between uh, your sleep state and your waking, or work you are doing in other, what some of you would call uh, other realities, parallel dimensions or whatever you want to call them. You're doing an incredible amount of work. It's just the human biology is kind of taking it easy right now. So as we go into the second part of your question here, what are you doing in those other realities? What are you doing? You're asking. In... I'm asking you, yes. <laughs> I know I'm asking you. <laughs> take, a, take a wanton
4: guess. Well, I have this project I, about the new conscious body. I want to um, create this, write about it. But all, I've been extremely sick this whole year. Indeed. Um, so that's probably related.
0: Uh. It's a reworking of the body, a rejuvenation. And, and many Shamba, by the way, this year will run into um, sickness that they haven't had before, whether it's a, what you would call a cold or a flu or something. And they're going to feel defeated because uh, they're going to think that they're not stronger than their physical body. Uh, But the type of sickness even that you've gone through is having to do with rewiring the body's circuitry. So you'll have the uh, perception of being sick for a while. It's not. It's it's reworking, and this is where the trust in the body comes. Mm -hmm. The work that you're doing in the other realities has to do with um, integration, uh, similar to aspectology, uh, but working with beings in other realms who are very, very shattered, which you're very good at uh helping bring back the pieces. This is in itself a tiring work even without having to have a physical body. So when you were doing the work with some of your clients this year, you found yourself very drained and very um frustrated by it. But the human persona that was sitting with you in the uh, counselor's um room that you're in was only a small fraction of the person that you were working with on another basis you moved to a different area to uh, because you were thought you were testing it out but you moved there very deliberately to hook up with clients who you were working with first in the other realms and then on a human basis indeed this is overwhelming because you're working with all the aspects of them you thought your human self thought it was just that person in the chair but you're dealing with many of their other aspects in many other dimensions. It was only the tip of the iceberg that uh, was in the the chair in the counseling room with you. Mm. So you gave yourself this opportunity to understand the total nature of the being. Now, take what you have learned. Stop beating yourself up. Take what you've learned now in the other realms. There's a type of psychology or whatever you call it that takes place in the other realms focus on it here in this reality. The ones who will come to you now you'll work with holistically on all these different levels, not just the human aspect. It will be large work. It doesn't have to be overwhelming. Your physical body has rewired itself to be able to handle this now. But understand, you're not just dealing with a human sitting in that chair. You're still trying to bring in parts of old energy psychology, because. You feel um, sometimes inadequate or um, without the proper tools. put that away. rely on the intuitive new energy tools and some of the essence of aspectology to start working with your clients you you having you have incredible capability going back many lifetimes. put it to use now
4: and that could that relate to my abundance how where's my block with that I live. I don't even have car insurance and I'm 38 years old and I'm living with someone else and um, … is this … do you see, is there something in me, like …
0: Charge pers- a lot for your services. That will <laughs> … Really? … overcome the abundance problem.
4: And no, I deserve it because ch- I'm so afraid to even charge Even if you too much.
0: don't think you deserve it, charge a lot for it. Then you'll start believing that you deserve it. Okay. And charge a lot. And no more cha- – you, you love to doing these charity cases. You're a spiritual social worker in mm-hmm. many different ways because you can't charge in the other realms, but you can charge here <laughs> on Earth.
4: <laughs> Thank you. Um,
1: this, this is a very long question. It's representative of an, a number of people's questions. I'm just going to read an expert, uh, excerpt and you can kind of stop when you get the feel. Indeed. Okay. Um, bigger issue is the deep wound that many gay and lesbians are feeling over the passing of Proposition 8. I I've, I've uh, have seen so much hatred and abuse in feeling this personally. Mm-hmm. I had many gay and lesbians feel outraged, emotionally depleted, and like a second-class citizen. My own family, with the exception of one sister, voted yes, and have told me I'm wrong, I'm evil. I know the truth of who I am, but I don't know how to break from absorbing all the pain of my fellow gay and lesbians and 13-stranders. I feel the pain of the right side, uh, did nothing, blah, blah, blah. So fed up uh, with Christian and stuck energies, Milton people, abusing people I know, even thousands march... Outside of my window in Long Beach, people screaming, drama and hatred, chaos and feeling all around me. It's just – I don't want to read any more of this other than Indeed. to say there are a number of people upset about what happened with Proposition Indeed. 8. They thought things were moving forward and pretty upset.
0: So, I'm going to ask all of those who are 13-stranders, who, who are uh, gay and lesbian, as you call them, to take a deep breath. And I have one phrase for you I'd like you to remember, it's called go Go, Bob. Get over being a victim. (laughs) (laughs) This letter is filled with victim energy and poor me and I'm struggling trying to bring up the rights of gays and lesbians. Get over being a victim. Proposition 8 was not the end, it was a beginning. It brings up awareness and it brings up issues what all of you are doing – Thirteen Stranders – you didn't come into this lifetime to be accepted. (laughs) You did not. You chose a path of non-acceptance by humans, but you understood that it would change the consciousness of Earth to a point of tolerance and acceptance of all preferences – religious, sexual, race, or anything else. But you have now And this letter is representative. So many of you have gotten yourself back into victim energy, and that's exactly where some of these other groups want you to be, because it's much easier to handle a victim than one who understands why they're doing something. The issue of sexual preference and the issue of gay marriage and being with the one you love is coming to a forefront all over the world. Proposition Eight was was not the end, and you want to get mad about it. You want to get angry, but would you stop for a moment and look at what you and the others, where Thirteen Stranders are doing to bring up the issue of tolerance—not just sexual tolerance, religious tolerance, racial tolerance, and everything else. If it wasn't for Thirteen Stranders on Earth right now, bringing up issues of tolerance. It would have been difficult to elect a black president to the United States. The world is changing and you're helping it to change, but you have to get over being a victim. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Hello, Tobias. Mm -hmm. I'm wanting suggestions on how I can keep a state of peace. I feel often uh, on and off, where my heart feels constricted. And sometimes when I get up in the morning, maybe I'm having a good day, maybe it's how I slept or where I dreamed about that night. But what sort of suggestions um, would you have for me to, um, to maintain the state of balance that I like to be in?
0: Indeed. The biggest issue for you, and again, for so many Ashambra is understanding that you're feeling the energies all around you consciousness of Earth itself, and you're going to feel very queasy and unbalanced uh, days before one of these storms that I talked about before rolls in or before the Earth shakes from underneath. You're going to feel that intuitively. You're going to feel um, the energies of humans who are going through suffering or changes in, in all different levels. You're going to interpret those as your own and feel out of a place of peace. The real issue is here is to understand that these are not about you. Your feeling. That's part of the thing with opening up, becoming more sensitive to energy, is you're going to feel everything. You're going to feel uh, a dog that has a, an injury or a disease that even his owners don't know about yet. And you're going to feel that and you're going to say, it doesn't feel very peaceful. you're going to feel that um, um, before, let's say, a large fluctuation in the stock market. You're going to feel something uh, in your heart, that fluctuation, that, that uh, unbalanced rhythm. And you're going to say, but my peacefulness is being affected. Not if you understand that it's not about you. These are issues you're feeling. Allow yourself to feel them. Don't block them out, but understand it's not you. It can be difficult to do at times because you're saying, I'm feeling this intense pressure or major anxiety. And what do you what do you mean to bias that just allow yourself to feel it? I don't like it. But after a while you become such a master at feeling energy, but not taking it in as your own. You understand what's yours and what's not. You always have your place of peace. You have your place of balance. Especially if you do the regular breathing that helps maintain uh, the lines of distinction between what's yours and what you are feeling from the outside. Peacefulness for a chambra doesn't mean blocking out the outside and stopping feelings. You learn that doesn't work very well. <coughs> to, to deny feelings uh, doesn't bring peace at all, it brings frustration, but to understand <clears throat> that what you, as a intuitive and as uh, one who is very sensitive, what you are feeling is not yours. That brings a lot of peace in itself.
1: Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay. You have a choice. You can have three brief questions or one long one.
0: <laughs> three brief. Okay. And three long answers.
1: <laughs> it's 5.30. Be nice to Caldra.
2: Hi, Tobias. Um, I have been getting a lot of musical energies coming in. I've been uh, working with the Language of Life for the past couple of years. And these days, I'm just getting a lot of ly- lyrics and a lot of musical tones. And I have a strong urge to sing out loud. Mm. And how, I'd like to know how uh, can I best utilize these uh, new musical energies coming in for myself and for others.
0: Indeed. Tremendous new musical energies coming in, uh, which we talked about in our session recently recorded right here about New Energy music, where it's not getting caught up in all of the, um, what are the, uh, the the mental parts of the music, but rather the essence and the feeling. And we talked in this session about music being used for healing and for balancing and, if nothing else, for flowing energy through your own body. Your body uh, needs to flow energy, and music helps helps to do that. It can be used in, in many, many different ways, and simply for enjoyment. So uh, we would suggest in this year of opportunity that you, that you allow yourself to open up to that music that is playing within.
3: Thank you. Tobias, in light of what you've spoken to us about today, would you please talk about... New energy agriculture, small scale farming, Mm. and the role of Chambra. Oh, that sounds like a long answer. It's it's an easy one. I need a very
0: easy answer. Uh, I would love to do a session, uh, what you call your Ask to Buy a session, about uh, new energy agriculture. And I would love to go into some of the details, actually, on the uh, seed and the genetic level and talk about uh, the relationship with the earth and. how right now there is um, there are new, literally new breeds of uh, plants uh, and um, food forms trying to come in from the other realms and from the earth itself, uh, and how how we can bring all that into harmony. So it's um, I would ask dear Linda put that on the schedule. You got it before we go. You got and it. Thank you for bringing up the question.
1: Very thank good. You. Thank, thank you, thank Catherine.
3: You. Last question. Indeed. Greetings, Tobias. Mm. You know, based on the music you were playing, we should call you King Crimson.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> anyway, um, a, cu- a couple of things. The What you had mentioned about falling off the abyss. You know, I fell off my abyss, and once I learned while I was falling um, that I had wings, and I learned how to fly, mm. you know, I've really gotten into the flying. I don't want to land anywhere. It's it's really gotten wonderful. And don't worry about your money, because it's a really cool feeling from going, making a six-figure income to having $3.27 in your checking account and learning how to sell your stuff on eBay. (laughs) It's wonderful. You can do it, too. I mean, don't worry about car insurance. You don't need it. Fly. A couple of things. Yes, I told you I was going to do this. Very recently, my channeling abilities have magnified, as well as people have been asking me to do like readings. Mm -hmm. And the guidance I'm getting, although I'm very, as you know, connected with my angelic family, it's more of what you talk about in your intuition CD, where we're not channeling an ascended master, we're channeling us but many different energies combined, and that that is the direction of the Crimson Circle. What's your question, sweetie? Oh my. Okay, well, my question is, with all of this going on, and with trying to, to keep making things happen in the old way, I finally was able to let go to a point where this morning I got a call from a dear friend of mine in Tasmania, and she offered me to come out and help herself a very large home, as you know, have Got a lot of experience doing that, and also she's a musician as well, and to have a collaboration and a connection. Her name's Julie McAllister.
4: Hmm.
3: What can you tell me about this?
4: Hmm.
0: This is not something that, um I to say, I'd, I'd prefer to answer here uh, in, in this um, online venue. We'll, we'll, we'll talk to you later about it. Uh, it, it is generally good. Uh, mm-hmm. It is generally a very positive thing. And I think what is more important about you being here in front of the group is to talk about releasing, talk, uh, talking about letting go, and particularly old wounds, uh, very deep wounds from many, many lifetimes, and facing yourself in the darkest, uh, darkest and most frightening moments, but believing in yourself enough to take, that, to take that breath that leads to the leap, that leads to the new self. And basically, at a very deep level, doing an integration that, uh, that, le- that allows you to transform in, in a phenomenal new way. You are, you are an example to others, and this, uh, this money issue thing is, is very, very temporary, as, as you know. Um, you know what it was like to go from up here, a lot of money, but not the internal happiness, to letting go of all that, and then it flows back in a whole different way, uh, the music, the music you want to continue that as well because it ties in so perfectly to uh, many of the other things that that uh, you're going to be doing, so I would suggest to to come back to the music, but in a different way. Uh, the other portion of this will answer Calder will answer offline for you
3: thank you, Shalom Tobias
0: yeah Shalom and with that chamber it's been a long but wonderful day. We embark into this new year – it's nothing but dates on a calendar – but human consciousness sets it up as a, as a marker, as a milestone and as a, as a goal to get to the other side of this year. You'll see many changes, particularly coming about through the weather, but understand it is all appropriate. It carries consciousness. It rains down new consciousness into the earth itself, into the soil, to the crops, to the animals, and back to the humans. It distributes energy, and whether it will be used this year for redistribution and a rebalancing of, of energy all across the world. It happens – this new energy, this redistribution, it does happen on a cosmic or ethereal level, but it also happens on a very practical level in this thing called weather. Remember, in this year, if the weather is erratic and if there are those who are screaming about uh, the dramas of the weather, remember what a blessing it is in this year of 2009. And so it is. And so it is. <clears throat>